Hello guys and welcome back once again to Somewhere in Horror, a podcast dedicated to all films and all books within the horror genre, all stories within the horror genre rather. Um, Today is Saturday and if I haven't already kind of ran my mouth off at it to you guys (laughs) enough, um, today as you know is my novel reviews and today's novel is bad man by dathan auerbach this novel was written in august 7th of 2018 well published uh on that date rather and he only has one other work that is currently out and that is pen pal um i haven't heard much news about anything going on with this writer but this book really stuck with me. Like, honestly, this is one of those books that will stick with you because it is very, very, very real. Um, plus, it's a page turner constantly, um, just enthralling. Um, let me go ahead before I get into my thoughts of this, let me go ahead and read the blurb that describes the book. Um, Eric disappeared when he was three years old. Ben looked away for only a second at the grocery store, but that was all it took. For his brother had vanished into the sticky air of the Florida panhandle. Five years later, Ben is still looking for his brother, now 20 and desperate for work. Ben takes a job on the Night Stock crew at the only place that will have him. The store that blinked Eric out of existence. Ben can feel there's something wrong there. With the people. With his boss. With the graffitied, ba- with the graffitied bailer that shudders and groans and beckons. But he's in the right place. He knows the store has much to show him. So he keeps searching. Except Ben misses the most important thing of all. That he should have stopped looking. Um, so, to kind of get things started. Um, it's, it, it really is about a, a, a boy who lost his baby brother at the grocery store and saw, just saw him disappear. Um... And the kind of effect that it has on the family dynamic after all that stuff. Eric was kind of getting on his brother's nerves and getting on Ben's nerves, rather. Let's let's refer to the characters by their names. Eric was getting on Ben's nerves that whole day and he was in charge of watching him and... At one point, Ben and Eric get into, like, kind of an argument, I guess, to the point where Ben screams at Eric and leaves him crying and in tears, and he needs to, like, give him a second, but... He just looks away. Literally, in the book, he looks away. And the entire thing is empty. Like, he, they go to the bathroom. 
and he winds up in the bathroom because he has to go to the bathroom because he's a child. Um, and he just picks the most inconvenient moments. He loses his place in line. He even dunks his stuffed animal in the toilet um, just to kind of have fun because children don't know any better. Um, but Ben loses his mind after he has to clean the disgusting uh, toilet bowl uh, rhinoceros. It was a stuffed rhinoceros. Um, and as he's cleaning it, Eric's still crying until he just isn't. And that's really how he disappears. He's cleaning the stuffed rhino in the bathroom. And just like that, Eric is gone. Um, five years later, Ben really is not okay. He's gained weight. He's very paranoid of the entire town. Uh, and he's the only one that still believes his brother's out there, not just dead. His parents have given up. His mother won't look at him the, the same way anymore. Uh, his father's just kind of stone cold to him. But his mother's really the, the focal point of it is there's a lot of hatred towards him for his dropping the ball with Eric. Um, and it's it's really heartbreaking to see because one of one of the biggest fears is losing children regardless of how but one of the biggest like fears is abductions and disappearances of children that's not just for me but that's pretty a pretty average normal fear uh especially in America um but through this book really goes into very vivid descriptions of everything from the supermarket, the backstories of all the different characters of the supermarket, um, and very beautifully detailed, almost mapping of the supermarket as well. And it really is vivid because if you've seen a supermarket and if you've seen the way that everything is kind of laid out, you've kind of lived in this specific supermarket. You know that graffiti dumpster. You know the way that everything is described. You know what the back of a supermarket looks like. Even if you don't particularly know, you get the general feeling of what it is to be back in the back of a store. Um, I, it's kind of funny. Um, when I was imagining this supermarket, I kind of spliced my like local stater brothers um, with my former job which was at a movie theater um, especially at all the times that they brought talked about the back lot and they talked about the back of the house it's very it's a very interesting thought to be able to see everything so clearly but it's it's not the same for everyone um I I loved Ben in this in this book. Ben really cares about his brother. He wanted to right the wrongs at that first moment before he was even abducted, let alone 
all these years later, he just wants his brother back. But what sends him further down this rabbit hole is someone's kind of messing with him throughout the book and sending him cryptic messages. Um, not necessarily anyone that he can pinpoint until the very last, like, maybe two sections of the book. But everyone throughout this book is a suspect. Um, his best friend, co-worker, who immediately gravitates towards him and tries to just be there for him when he needs it, is very much a suspect throughout the book. It's not that he does anything in particular. It's just things are very coincidental around him and he gets very aggressive. Um, it's another one of those heavy metal characters such as uh, Paul Bearer's Club with the Punks. It's a metalhead character um, in this. Um, I think they kind of even have the same kind of vibe between those two characters, Mercy Brown and um, the metalhead in this book. It's been about a month since... Marty. I just saw his... Uh, saw his name it's been a just it's been a little over two months since i've read this book so the names a little are a little fuzzy in my head but marty is the typical mer uh metalhead not american but m typical metalhead um gravitated toward the towards the music because of something in his environment that is kind of not okay that that kind of i'm kind of stuck in a bad situation but i can escape through music um, and he befriends Ben pretty fast without knowing who Ben is. Ben doesn't even really let anyone know who he is as the child that got, that lost his baby brother when he was a teenager. Um, but obviously with the way things go, they wind up discovering the facts and they wind up discovering who he really is. Um, it's not necessarily like in their face. Oh yeah, you look exactly like him. Or it's not like he's also just purely unnoticed because one of the workers there is someone that had seen him the day that the child went missing. Um, the day that Eric went missing and she's like, I, I remember you. I, I remember your face. I remember you putting those first few flyers up. And I'm, I just got to say, I'm sorry. And throughout this book, like he's paranoid about everyone. He even has nightmares that go into pretty gory detail. One of the, one of the things, one of the visuals is that his mother has kept his, kept Ben away from Eric's room because she has Christmas presents that are stuffed inside his closet for every year that he's gone missing. But it is overflowed with Christmas presents, and he's not allowed to go in there at all. Um, he's not allowed to go in there at all, and she's just afraid that he's going to mess something up. But there's this very vivid nightmare sequence where he winds up under the bed in in this room and 
his mother doesn't see him or doesn't suspect that he's in the room and she starts opening certain gifts and with each gift that is opened up it's another limb it's another body part of eric um and they really just he really describes the rot and decay that comes with five years of being dead um and it's almost so real like you can taste it you can smell it yourself but it's it's a nightmare sequence and it really that that scene really sticks with you um there's also like the full reveal of who did it and why they did it is very very much uh, a left field deal because you have no idea the entire book you think it might be the general manager you might think it's his mom you might think it's the lady that saw him uh at the um at the store the day he went missing it might be marty and it might just be some random guy that lives near marty um it's kind of very good in the mystery of who did it and why did they do it until it's finally revealed and it takes a good while before it's even even shown to be revealed um there are some gore elements to this book there is some pretty crazy deaths in this book uh and the very ending is that i i guess the best way I can describe it because everyone has seen this movie already. And if they haven't, they really kind of are living under a rock, especially if you're following the books of horror group, or if you're following the shutter horror movie fans on Facebook, um, everyone has seen hereditary that ending where it's super dark and super like just somber for the main characters of that film is exactly what you get in this book. Only not, not necessarily in the way that you think. Um, but one of the, one of the other things I wanted to mention, uh, is throughout this book, there's small snippets of a bedtime story that was made up for this book. Um, and, it's written as a stuttering storyteller. Um, and it's only sentence by sentence between maybe every chapter to every two, even three chapters. Um, and this stuttering voice is almost like the way I read it when I first read it. Cause it, it again, it comes together at the very end in, in the right way. And it, it makes sense, but the first time you read it, it really kind of positions itself as Eric is telling himself this bedtime story to keep the horrors away. Um, but this bedtime story just keeps getting darker and darker and darker until the story just ends and you're left with the real story of this book. Um, and the true villain is just so out of left field um that you don't see it coming for a while and then even after you see 
that villain, uh, what winds up going on as far as that villain is concerned throws you for another loop. Um, it's almost kind of obvious who it is at one point, but it keeps you guessing the entire time, even with some reveals of certain aspects of the environment that he's in. Um, I can't really spoil anything. I, if you guys ever want me to spoil stuff for you, feel free to, um, go ahead and message me or feel free to even just, I don't know, uh, comment, give, give us spoilers. Um, cause I know there's some of you that really don't like spoilers in this group. Uh, the small group of people that are listening. So if you want spoilers, tell me if you don't want spoilers and you like the way I'm working as far as telling you a lot of the story, but not the bigger parts that are necessary for you to understand the story and really feel the story, then just let me know. Just keep me in the know for what you guys would prefer. Um, but... Yeah, the mystery stays really strong. Um, I liked the use of the bedtime story as just a tension builder. I like the paranoia that is constantly running through Ben's mind of everyone surrounding him. Um, I like the plot twists at the end. And I like certain story elements that happen that just kind of throw you through those loops it's not i wouldn't call them twists but they're sudden turns in the story that are just great um altogether i think this book really deserves praise and i really hope that dathan auerbach releases more i'm gonna read into pen pal i'm gonna probably wind up doing a review on that um that's gonna be down the road because uh i just got some new books in from the books of horror swap group which if you're not part of groups of Ho uh, books of horror um you can't really be part of the books of horror uh, swap group uh but i did an exchange and got uh one book in right now and i have a couple others coming around um i will absolutely keep you guys in the know as far as what I'm going to be releasing soon. Um, and I really just can't give this book, but I can't give this book enough praise. I can't give this author enough praise. Um, I really have to go with, honestly, it's, it's right at that five star border, but like it's, like let's let's call it four and three quarter stars because there's certain things that I wish were different in this book, not necessarily um that I want it to change, but it didn't go the way that I saw or I thought that it was gonna go, and I was kind of bummed at, at finishing this book, especially knowing that these it needed to wrap up at a certain point. I was like, no not not already it can't be done already um but if if you really want to just round up i'll give it a five star uh this book 
is amazing. I will recommend it to anyone who listens, uh, anyone that actually likes my feedback on stuff, anyone that believes my feedback back actually means something. I recommend you read this right now. Uh, drop whatever book you're currently reading and get into this one. Um, a lot of the fears of this book have to do with just the fear of abduction, uh, of child abduction, not necessarily. Also, you know what? Yeah, actually, um, there's a fear of the people that you surround yourself with being imposters of who they really are because it's played with quite a bit in this book. Um, and I, I like I like the psychological elements that are played in this book, but the main fear here is the fear of child abduction, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say five stars for this current review, um, and this is obviously out of five, um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening in. This is a little bit shorter than. I was expecting it to be, and that's that's perfectly okay, because you know what? Sometimes I'm going to have long talks, and I'm going to have tons to say, but other times I'm not really going to talk much. Um, it came to my attention that the new Dahmer series is going to be released on Netflix. I know not too many people absolutely love everything that Ryan Murphy releases, but I'm I'm in the field of the stuff that he does release with horror elements or true crime elements are pretty well done. Um, I'm in that camp of being pro Ryan Smith. Um, <laughs> so instead, I, I was going to do Black Phone this week, but I'm going to move it over because Black Phone's already been done. Um, and that short story is already like, it's a quick read. So that's going to be next Wednesday instead of this coming up Wednesday. Um, but I am going to do a quick review of my friend Dahmer between the book and the movie. Um, I'm also going to kind of talk about my, my thoughts on the Jeremy Renner Dahmer film which, boy, if you haven't seen that one, uh, tune in, because, wow, shit. Um, I am pretty excited for that to come out, and I'll be talking about that this coming week. Um, as far as Movie Friday goes, that's going to be kind of up in the air still. I'm either going to work on talking about The Invitation... Um, I might talk about Barbarian or I might talk about Pearl and X and my thoughts on the series so far. Um, if you guys actually want to participate in any feedback, go to somewhere in horror.podcast on Instagram. Feel free to message me and let me know what I should be reviewing out of those three options. Um, Otherwise, tune in for more talks. I know this podcast is kind of small. I appreciate everyone that does give it a listen. 
even if it's only for, let's just say, five minutes, even if you just want to say hello and, oh, that's Justin's voice, Justin's voice, he's doing well. Um, I appreciate you guys for at least showing up and giving it a listen. Um, You guys are amazing. And yeah, that's, that's about all I have to talk about today. That's all I have not really what I have time for. I have time to talk about anything. Um, also, if you guys want to recommend anything for me to read or review or watch, um, feel free to message me. Most of you guys that are listening have me on Instagram um, or should have me on some form of social media, um, even if it's my regular social media. But feel free to just kind of give me suggestions or talk to me. Um, I hope you all have a lovely day for Somewhere in Horror. I'm Justin, and thank you for listening. Have a great day, guys.